Section 71 of Editorials from the Dial Magazine, Volume 66. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. If additional evidence be needed to convince the peoples of the world of the vicious constitution of the great powers at Versailles, the latest reports on the Russian situation serve that purpose admirably. On May 26, the Big Four made overtures to Kolchak, the terrorist dictator of Siberia. They laid down certain conditions upon which they would accord his government recognition. On June 11th, Kolchak's answer was cabled from Paris. It was a refusal, according to the New York Sun, of practically all the conditions established by the peace conference. Did that demolish the plan of reactionary intervention? By no means. The Allied and Associated Powers knew better than Kolchak what they meant by their conditions for recognition. They gracefully sent a reply welcoming his substantial agreement and satisfactory assurances, and renewing their promise of support as set forth in their original letter. In other words, to quote the original letter, they are disposed to assist the government of Admiral Kolchak and his associates with munitions, supplies, and food to establish themselves as the government of all Russia. This offer is based upon a cardinal axiom of the Allied and Associated Powers to avoid interference in the internal affairs of Russia. Through this clotted mass of contradictory statement, the purposes of the Big Four seem nevertheless evident. They intend to disregard the weakness of Kolchak's army, as indicated in the current reports in the daily press, they purposed overlooked the direct testimony of the New York Globe and the Chicago Daily News, published on the authority of their Moscow correspondent, as to the soundness of law and order in Soviet Russia, the willingness of the Soviet government to make peace, and the steady increase of the Russian Republic's strength as a result of the Allies' obdurate refusal to enter into friendly negotiations. The powers appear likewise willing to treat as negligible the reactionary monarchist character of the Kolchak group, as established again and again by neutral observers, and described as recently as June 15th in the conservative and circumspect New York Times. In the interest of vested privilege, the Big Four will set out to overthrow the now soundly established Soviet Republic, and will stake their integrity on a government feeble in military forces, destitute of moral authority, and completely lacking in the elements of a democratic political state. If the Big Four are indeed ready to put this Prussic policy into effect, they will have drawn a clean line of demarcation between the peoples of the world and their governments. In the face of such a coalition of reactionary powers, there can be no paltering. The recognition of Kolchak is a direct and final challenge to all liberal-minded men. The liberals of all nations must either unite to take up the challenge or condemn themselves to impotent disintegration. On the decision of liberalism in this crisis, the very existence of free institutions rests. If it cannot fight its enemies, it will never have the privilege of living with them. The tolerance of liberalism can be secured only by establishing its strength. End of section 71